We cover all bases, face it, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch where it takes us Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our response is amazing All bases covered, yeah Yeah, you know you love it, our thoughts, they be off of the dome First to the second, the topics, they change like the weather Then you know we bringing it home We cover all bases, face it, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch how we shine Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our responses be prime All bases covered, Woo. Yeah, you know you love it, no limits to where we can go So do grab a Oh no, this ain't MLB, but you know it's time for the show. All bases. Welcome back to the All Bases Covered podcast. We're back on a Monday. We took Friday off due to the holiday. Uh, we got our producer. Our producer Joe is here on time for once. Let's give a round of applause for Joe here. He's showing up at the eight. Joe. <laughs> Now we can for make fun record. of Josh for being late. For the record, uh, where's that cocksucker? Y'all messing with my bedtime. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're you sound like you're speaking very far away from the microphone. Again? God damn it! Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you're. Oh, now we got Josh. Josh, we're just gonna start poking fun of you for being late. Jackass. I want to be fashionably late like Joe. Fuck Sorry, <laughs> he was he was wiping his tears from the Ohio State game this weekend. Oh, don't yeah, I'm still still uh, still crying about that. Too soon, man. Too soon. That one, uh, that was a rough one, man. That was a crusher. That was a rough one for you. Yeah. That was. Oh, but, yeah. you know, Josh kind of called it though. Yeah, Josh. The last show that we had, we were talking it, about it, so. But at the same time, still hurt. That, that's because I'm a realist, and and all these people are like, oh, the fuck I should roll, blah blah blah. I was like, no, like they're not going to roll. And Louis even said it. It's it's a rivalry game. They can go either way. So yeah. didn't go either day, way. Just, it went straight ass whooping. Well, I mean, I think there was some bad play calling and just uh cj stroud i i said it from the beginning i don't think he's that good of a quarterback yes he can throw the ball absolutely but when it comes to pressure he he's average he's very average there's times where he had five ten seconds in the pocket and 15 yards in front of him to run nope i'm gonna throw it out of bounds or i'm gonna throw it to a non-receiver so that's that. Well, and and Mike, I know I know you had our first topic. What is is of course the uh, Ohio State versus that team up north game? Um, yeah, you don't have to say uh, that team up north. You could just say Michigan because you guys lost to Michigan, right? Just say it. Uh, that team up north. <laughs> After the first time, it hurts a lot less, man. The team up north. <laughs> I mean, I'm more ample to say the Jets than I will the team of four. Um, but uh, anyway, so I know you talked about, like, Ryan Day, you know, in the hot seat, stuff like that. Like, this this question kind of encompasses that. But, uh, you know, Josh talked about uh, C.J. Uh, Shroud uh, having – all the time in the world, and instead of running it, he's trying to either throw yeah. or stupid decisions. Do you think that has something to do with his, like, the want 
to win the Heisman. Like, I feel like if you're more of a thrower, you're going to win it versus if you're a thrower slash runner. Like, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, RG3 and Lamar Jackson won Heisman's while throwing. They were like pure runners. And yeah. I mean, I Justin Fields was up there, but. I mean, Justin Fields was a runner and a captain. Yeah, I, I don't think it's in Stroud's DNA to run. I think he's a pocket quarterback who I think he has the athletic ability to run, but it's not in his nature. It's not his first exactly. choice. He's not, built, he's not built like Russell Wilson or Lamar Jackson or, or even Justin Fields or some of these other guys that we've yeah, seen who will take off running if – first or second options aren't there. Stroud will try to extend plays in the pocket and wait for someone to get open um, and not necessarily take that eight-yard gain that's in front of him to to move the chains or so. And, we, you know, Burrow isn't Lamar Jackson by any stretch of the imagination or Josh Allen. But we saw in that Titans game, Joe Burrow, when – nothing was open and he had a and he had a little space he would take off and run he'd get six, eight, ten yards. Stroud yeah. doesn't do it. Stroud no, I mean but but Bur- to Burrows, you know, he, he did it at L S U as well. He took off running when he when he had the chance. He took off. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, look at the top he got first downs. Look at the top uh yeah. four teams. Georgia. Guess what happens with that quarterback when he doesn't have a pocket? He will take off and run. Yeah, but it's uh, JJ McCarthy. If it's not there, he will take off and run. You definitely have to have a versatile quarterback, and you know, I mean, especially now in college football. Well, not even just college football, but the NFL too. And like, I'm sorry to say, but um, CJ Stroud, like he he does a great job. You know, he's he's a good quarterback here in college, but him just sitting in the pocket he's not going to be successful in the NFL because that's, I mean. I disagree. I, that's where I disagree, Joe. That's, that's where I will disagree is is I think his game better suits him to the NFL where teams don't really want you running the ball. In the- I, I will tell you what. He's so going to get lit up in Houston. Houston's going to draft him, and he's going to get lit up. That's the worst place. I, I will. Go. I will say. I, I mean, you, yeah, that. you want to go to a place that has a terrible O line, and and, and the guy doesn't run on top yeah. of that. They don't want a quarterback that's going to run because they're then you're risking energy. But yeah. uh, but at the same time, I mean, like Josh said, I mean, you're, I mean, you're probably going to a team that, I mean, let's face it, has a mediocre, if not terrible, offensive line. If you can't extend the play and do something with it, you're on your back line. Real quick, guys, I have, to, I have to read some tweets here about the Ohio State there we go. game that I, find, that I find funny here. The 1990s are back. Tennessee is good again. Tulane is good. Everybody is playing a new Pokemon game. And, tal- and talented Ohio State squads are shitting their pants against Michigan. <laughs> I, I will tell you the the one fun part I had up there besides getting our ass whooped yeah. is um, Shannon Shannon and Joe's girlfriend. They went 
they left where we were at. They went to a, a Mexican restaurant up there. And we were walking to where they were at. And we walked, I guess, right down Frat, frat House Row. And I didn't have a okay. beer, so I stopped in one. And I was like, hey, I need a beer. You guys got an extra one? Handed me a beer. And I'm like, now you got to chug it. So I had to fucking chug that beer and did it like a fucking 40-year-old champ. Showed them college <laughs> kids what was up. Gosh, you, you guys were up in Michigan on Saturday? <laughs> no, yeah, I, I thought you didn't oh, go to the game. Columbus, my bad. Yeah, I was in Columbus. So you went to the game? No, I didn't go to the game. Went to uh, tailgate at so the game. You, so you were within... We're, we're just going to say my brother's a fucking right? dumb shit. My brother's with, a dumb shit, and are I you with, tell him. Within distance of the stadium, because you are banned. Yeah, we were banned from being near any fucking stadium. You went to the Super Bowl <laughs> and fucked that up. Now you go to Ohio State, Michigan. Within the proximity, your aura is fucking shit up. You're not allowed to go anymore. Dude, I've been to <laughs> hey, all the Bengals it? home games at the Bengals, and they're what three and one. Yeah, exactly. Not me. That's because I'm there right and I balance out your bullshit. <laughs> okay, here we go. Hey, I have hey, the, the playoff game that we I went to last year. The Bengals won, so shut your mouth, fool. And I was there. You weren't at the Vegas game. Right. Oh, the Vegas game? No, I didn't go to the Vegas game. Yeah, exactly. Just shut your mouth. Whatever. Who went with you? Is somebody? Somebody? Shannon, Joe, Joe Randy, Mojo. Oh, here we go. Josh is bringing the bad juju. That's what I think. I mean, I didn't even go to the game. Tommy was there. So it might have been Tommy's juju. Tommy always goes. It could have been Joe's Joe's juju. Didn't Joe go to the game? No. Well, that's what I'm saying. My brother's a fucking idiot. And I tell him months ago, let's get tickets. Let's get let's get tickets for Michigan. Three twenty three fifty. Okay, sounds good. Three twenty to three fifty. Gains he's yeah, earlier this week. Tickets were three eighty four hundred dollars. Let's go ahead and get them. No, they're probably going to go down at game time. Game seven hundred dollars. It's now, the other way around. Fucking it's going to go up by the time game time comes around. Right. All right. Hey, real quick, Joe and Josh. Now, I've been reading a ton of shit on the Internet after Ohio State's loss. I, I really couldn't believe some of the stuff I was reading. For instance, the fact that Ryan Day will have won, has won 90% of his games at Ohio State and fans want him fired. At the Fox post-game, you know, Fox has their, their, their show with Urban Meyer and Reggie Bush, on the post-game show of the game, they were chanting for Urban Meyer to come back. Uh, he's one, now 1-2 one against Michigan, you know, and I understand between Trestle and Urban Meyer, I think they were like 18-1 and one against Michigan. Trestle only lost once to Michigan. That was in 2006. Uh, that was a strange Chris Perry season for Michigan. And then other than that, Trestle never lost, and Urban Meyer was undefeated. Now, Jay's got some things to fix, but I'm curious, do you – is his seat hot right now? Yeah. And, 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 yeah. and if, my, if it's hot, should it be? Yes. 
It, it should be. And, and I'll really? be honest with you. Really? Like, it should be. Why should it be hot, man? It's only two games. Let me fucking tell you why it should be hot. Oh, I love it when his voice gets all high-pitched and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and let him talk, and I'll, and I'll talk after that as, why I think he's I'm, on the hot As I'm explaining why it's hot, then you're going to ask me why it's hot. Uh, so anyway. Tell me why it's hot. Tell, tell, tell me why it's hot. So first of all, uh, like you said, Ryan Day is one and two against Michigan. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's got a 90% winning record, except – the games, most of the games, pretty much all the games that he's won have been games that you're expected to win. I mean, Northwestern and stuff like that. Like, I mean, Ohio State should win those games. The games that he should or, you know, should be making those uh, good coaching calls and stuff like that to where they're winning those, those harder games like Michigan, Penn State, you know, different games like that. He's not winning them. Uh, so he's just not showing me that he has the caliber that we need. Uh, plus, I haven't seen him actually make uh, any real coaching changes, decisions, or anything like that that is actually him. It's been all like, you know, hey, I've inherited all this stuff. So – it's like, where where are your changes? Okay. Dude, no, I don't think fans are like Patriots fans. So you can give them wins, let's, let's, and they could be doing well, and a couple of things, and it's like, get the fuck out of here. So let, let's, let's rewind Joe's thing. First off, okay. he's only lost two Big Ten games in it so far, and that's both – both games have been to Michigan. Other than that, he's beaten everybody in the Big Ten. He's never lost besides the two Michigan games. So you're wrong there, Mr. Brooksbank. Number two, you just said he's never made any coaches changes. He filed the, he fired the D.C. last year, got a new D.C. this year, Jim Knoll. So he has made a coaching change. Okay, there's one. I think they need to make a, a new coaching change with the offense of coordinator because there were some games to where – how how can't you get a three a third and one or a fourth and one? Come on, that is coaching. They should be able to to win the line of scrimmage and get that first down. Too many times this year, last year, they couldn't get third and one or fourth and one. Uh, the games that he has lost have been against ranked teams. That's where I say he's on the hot seat. Is you won one game against a, a high ranked team that's not in the Big Ten. That was they lost to Oregon, they lost to Clemson, they lost to Alabama, and their only win is Clemson in that playoff game to make it to the national title game to get beat by so, Alabama. So, Mr. Correll, if you want to throw out last Let's name, go. Um, you literally just said what I just fucking said. That no, you, you said he didn't make any changes. I just I hear a bunch of fucking pansies just whining about how they lost to Michigan. I said I <laughs> shut up, Jeff. I'm not. Uh, I said that he is won the out. games that he should win and the games that become challenging that he should like the next level wins to get us over 
he's losing those. That's what I said, and you just right. said that. Can I can I pause real quick? Can I pause on that? Can I let me ask you guys this? Hey, wait, 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 wait! Pause before you even go, uh, Mike. How would you like to have Ryan Day at Nebraska? Oh, I'd love it. Oh, I fucking absolutely love it. That's what I mean. So, like, look, he's such an amazing coach that you guys don't want him, but the rest of the fucking country. I never, I never once said I didn't want him. Different than you Alabama fans who want Nick Saban fired. All Nick Saban's done is won six national titles there. He's won six. I, I, no I answered a question. Yeah. I, now, I, I, I did on. not say it's, it's Ryan Day's head. I just said he. You asked, is he on the hot seat? I said yes. After two Michigan losses. And a couple of them big sure. losses. Yes, he is on the hot seat. Yes, is he a okay, good coach? So my- yes, he can win games. That's what you want in a head coach. You win games. You get to the Big Ten title game. You beat Michigan and you go to the national title. That's what's expected now. But you're right. You didn't hear that when Urban Meyer got beat twice a year. You didn't hear that when Trestle got beat twice a year. You're hearing it for Ryan Day. It's because he's lost to Michigan. That's the only reason why you're hearing. Is he on the hot seat? So, real quick, Joe, to your point, how he doesn't beat the upper-level teams. Last year, Michigan State had one loss. They were, they were actually number three in the country at one point before losing to Purdue. When they played Ohio State last year, Ohio State was number four. Michigan State was number seven. Okay? Michigan State got trounced 56-7 to last year. They only lost two games all season, Michigan State. Ohio State rolled Michigan State last season. They beat Penn State and Purdue, who were ranked, and they beat number 11 Utah in the Rose Bowl, which was a hell of a game, 48-45, to 45. okay? Then you go back to, 20, uh, to 2021 – or, sorry, not 2021. You go back to 2020, a shortened season – you know, they beat Penn State, they beat Indiana, they beat Northwestern, they beat Clemson. And they mollywopped Clemson, but they lost. And then the year before that, they sit here, they beat Wisconsin, they beat number eight Penn State, they beat Michigan, beat Wisconsin twice, they beat Wisconsin again uh, for the Big 12, or for the Big Ten title. And then, yes, they, they lost a, a really close game to Clemson in 29-23, but I don't know. What's a rest screwed us all? I'm gonna say is, all I'm going to say is this. Be careful what you wish for. Buckeye fans who want Ryan Day fired that want somebody else in, be careful what you wish for. Because you never know when you fire the wrong guy what kind of mediocrity your program is going to fall into. You might fire the wrong guy, hire someone else, that coach doesn't work out, and then all of a sudden now you got two or three coaches and you've been down for 10, 10 years or more. It happened to Alabama uh, before Saban got there. They had three head coaches before Nick Saban. None of them lasted for longer than three years. Florida, Florida has gotten it right twice with Spurrier, and with Urban Meyer, but outside of those two hires, none of their coaches pan out for more than a couple seasons. They've all been fired after three or four years. The same thing with Notre Dame before they got Brian Kelly was wallowing in mediocrity for 20 years almost. And then, and then you got like the Hurricanes and Nebraska who can't seem to find the right coach to get them back over the hump. 
they they've been struggling since the early 2000s. So Wait, USC is a prime example too. Pete Carroll's and yeah, USC falls. Yeah, USC after Pete Carroll left, and before Pete Carroll got there, USC couldn't get back to being a powerhouse. Then they become a powerhouse under Carroll. He leaves, and they they struggle. Texas has struggled since forcing Mac Brown out of there. They haven't been able to. Ryan get Day right. needs. They've had three. Ryan Day needs that running quarterback for his offense to work. He needs that Justin Fields type of quarterback. And that's what he's missed out the last two years. Uh, C.J. Stroud, yes, he's a good quarterback, but he just didn't have that it factor like a Justin Fields did. Yeah. So he, did, he didn't have that spark J.T. Barrett, that uh, Dwight uh, – I can't really say Dwayne Haskins either, but, I mean, he still had a pretty good year that year. All right, so moving on real quick to the world of college coaching. A lot of hires have been made recently. Two big ones, both in the Big Ten. Let's start with Wisconsin. What do you guys think of the basically rabbit out of the hat Wisconsin pulled to get Luke Fickle? From what I'm hearing, Luke Fickle wasn't even being mentioned. It was Jim Leonard's job to lose. And he, he's saying he's completely blindsided that they basically went another direction. I think it's a good hire. Luke Fickle's a good coach, but uh, I didn't see this one coming at all. And there was a lot of smoke I coming don't think, out. Go ahead. I didn't think anybody seen that one coming. That was a shot. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one was a complete shot. I mean, he had turned because out. Because I thought Luke Fickle was primed to go to the Big 12 and get that money, but fuck. Wisconsin came with that money. They're like, nope, we'll, well take it. Yeah. It was weird. How much, like, I mean, because didn't he turn down, uh, like, USC Michigan and State? Also Michigan State? Like, yeah. Well, so those are pretty big I, I will teams. say this. I, I don't blame him for turning down Michigan State because that was a team, when that job came open, that was in a lot of controversy and turmoil from the whole scandal with Mark D'Antonio, and he probably just didn't want to deal with that shit. I also don't think he wants to play Ohio State every year, and that Wisconsin, he doesn't have to play them every single year unless it's in the Big Ten Championship. But I don't think he wanted anything division as Ohio State. Oh, yeah, no, I I agree with that. I'm just saying, like, it's definitely shocking, like, he turned down those and then – Wisconsin out of nowhere. Like, I mean, even Oklahoma. I mean, he was like a big name for yeah. the Oklahoma job too. Yeah, he wants he wants to be in the Big Ten. Um, and there was a lot of smoke that started leaking out about a week ago that Fickle might be interviewing for the Nebraska job. I'm not sure about any of those rumors or if Nebraska even pursued him. I'm assuming that they may have. Uh, and I also heard that he turned Wisconsin down once. He turned Wisconsin down once, but then Wisconsin came with a bag, uh, paying him, I believe, $7.9 million a year, which makes him one of the highest-paid coaches in college football. And I think it was too good of an opportunity to pass up. Now, um, are there interesting any thoughts on this? Does, does he ahead. have any fines or anything like that? for? Because uh, he just signed the extension, which you see, like, nine months ago. Like, I'm sure there's a buyout. 
like that? Like, there's a, there's, there's gonna be a buyout, but I'm sure Wisconsin's like, I'll take care of it. Yeah, yeah. There's probably but the buyout would have to be on his side, right? Like, he, like he can he has the leverage to choose to be bought out or not. Not not the yeah. Uh, not and I'm sure that that buyout was probably he, he only like to block it really. I don't know. I just one thing I definitely think colleges need to change is like I get that recruiting. Um, I think the rule is they can't start recruiting until like a week after their final game. So you want your coach in there, but I mean to do this to a college program and the season's not even done yet, like that's fucked up. Like. Like, yeah. Oh, uh, what does that show to you as a as a coach, really? Yeah. If you can do that to that. So team. here's here's the buyout. Three point five million dollars was the buyout that UC that's will it. get yeah, from that contract. That that that's chicken. That's chump change in these days. Oh yeah, that's university. Especially like, especially compared to Jimbo Fisher's what thirty million dollar buyout. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, I think it's more than that. I, think, I want to say it's like $40 million to buy out Jimbo right now. So, it's, it's crazy. Uh, well, there's a lot of jobs open, though, right? So, you see, uh, if there's any UC people that are listening that are coming up with coaches' contracts, make it a little harder to leave. <laughs> You're not going to. UC is a stepping stone for a lot of these coaches. It really is. Yeah. I get that, that is, but they're trying to change that around. They're trying to change their uh, their image. And it, won't, it won't happen until they get into like the Big Ten, uh, SEC. Or the, that's when it'll or change. The AC. Yeah. Or the ACC. Yeah, they have to go to a bigger conference. Unfortunately, with the Big Twelve the, losing oh, Oklahoma and Texas, that drops yeah, the Big Twelve value big time. Yeah, if Cincinnati was going to the Big 12 and they weren't losing Texas and Oklahoma, it'd be one thing. It'd be one thing. That'd be a much major stepping stone. But here's the interesting thought that I saw. Somebody brought this up, and I'm kind of curious. They're saying Fickle wanted to strike while his value was still high because with UC going to the Big 12, Let's say Cincinnati turns into an eight-win team a season in the Big 12 or nine-win team a season in the Big 12. His his value will not be as high as it is now if he goes to one of the major conferences and gets pushed around for a few seasons. So I'm, I think Fickle's still holding out hope that he can one day take the Ohio State job if it's available, <laughs> or maybe even Notre Dame. Those are his two dream jobs, I'm told. But I think he's gonna he's gonna have to win big at Wisconsin to get the, that kind of look, right? Like he can't just go to Wisconsin and win eight nine games a year. That's not gonna cut it. Ohio State and Notre Dame won't hire a coach. But if he's at Wisconsin and they're winning eleven games and competing for national titles and conference championships, then it's a completely different monster. But I don't I don't know if it's gonna happen or not. Isn't, go, isn't going to Wisconsin pretty much the same thing? Like, I mean, he's trading teams. Had he joined the Big 12, he'd face a face tougher competition, which is what he's going to do at Wisconsin. No, but he's facing way tougher competition at Wisconsin than he is in the Big 12. I mean, he's uh, going to be okay. Penn State. He's going to be facing Minnesota, uh, Iowa, Nebraska, Ohio Plus State. You got, uh, 
Plus, you so got the recruiting factor of him going to Wisconsin, too. What are you going to say? Oh, come is, to Wisconsin, the Big Ten, or go to UC the, in the AAC for now and then going to the Big 12? Where do you want to play? But, you got a higher chance to make the NFL here. Wisconsin has similar recruit has similar academic standards to almost to Stanford. Um, they have very strict academic policies. They're not involved in. Hey, that job's open too, right? Stanford's open now too. Yeah. Uh, so NIL and then the strict recruiting uh, position that Wisconsin's in, it's it's not an easy place. It's not. It, he can't. The thing is, Wisconsin has been successful for the last 20 years because they develop untouted guys. They get the beefy offensive line. They run the ball. And that that formula has worked for Wisconsin. But Wisconsin is never going to get the elite athletes needed to win a national title. It's just as simple as that. So if they're happy winning 10 games and and constantly, you know, competing for a conference championship – and being like a 9-10 win team in the Big Ten, great. But if they think hiring Luke Fickle gets them close to a national title, it's just not going to happen. They, do, they have stricter admissions policies than other schools in the Big Ten. They don't use utilize NIL. Uh, so, I, you know, if you're talking about schools that don't have strict academic, that, like as strict academic and utilize NIL really well, that's Ohio State, it's Penn State, it's Michigan, it's Michigan State, it's it's Nebraska, and it's and it's uh, Minnesota, and those are the schools right now that have fully committed to the transfer portal and NIL. And I think you're going to see Wisconsin if they don't start to shift their thinking a little bit, they're gonna they're gonna take a steep steep decline soon. What are you talking about? They've already hit that steep decline the last couple of years. It's just proved it. Yeah, they they are not the same Wisconsin team that we've been known to see over the last fifteen years. Yeah. All right. So let's so get to Louis higher. Let's get to Louis higher. Yeah. Who'd you hire? Matt Rule. Matt Rule, and it ain't gonna do anything. Is he's gonna get beat by Big Dick Luke Fickle? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> hey, man, I'm not – Big Dick Six going to beat gonna, you every year, buddy. We'll see what happens when it, when it's on the field. I thought Scott Frost was going to be a great – How much How much, how much they pay Will? Oh, a lot. I think he got like nine – I think he got like eight years at almost like $8.5 million per. Things out of him. Now, we'll see. I mean – I think if he hires a big-time staff, which is something that's always held back Pelini and Frost and Mike Riley to an extent, is Frost brought his boys with him from UCF, and they weren't ready to coach big-time football. Bo Pelini also brought a bunch of his Youngstown, Youngstown boys from smaller programs, and it, didn't, it, it worked okay. It worked pretty good, but not elite. Um if, if rules goes out there and he gets a lot of good assistance and he plays big boy football, which is what Ohio State, it's what Michigan, it's what Alabama, it's what Clemson, it's what Oklahoma, USC, they all do. They go out and get the best 
coordinators and position coaches. And it's something that Nebraska, the last three hires, haven't done. They've all hired their buddies. And so I'm not going to say anything until we see, because I thought Scott Frost was going to be a home run hire, and he was a fucking, he was the Hindenburg. Um, what do you think about Rule when it comes to, like, recruiting? He's going to be good? I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Recruiting is very important. It is, but so is development. And what we've seen is, and Josh, you can attest to this, Ohio State signs top five classes every year. But where's the development on the defense for the Buckeyes the last couple of years under day, right? Would you say that even though you guys are signing five-star and four-star players on defense, you haven't really gotten their return on that investment? Uh, I think the front is finally starting to – to come out with JT and Jack Sawyer. They're probably starting to step up. Uh, they're cornerbacks. I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, they just are horrible. Uh, so, linebacker play what? hasn't been good either. Um, yeah. That's something that Ohio State was, was big on with their linebackers. And uh, with Big Dick Thick and Terry Combs, our cornerbacks were the shit. We're, we're drafting – like one or two cornerbacks every single year in the first first two rounds. So that's gone. That hasn't happened in a couple of years. So you're right. I mean, they're just not is it because the focus is on offense at all. Is, is it because the focus is on offense on development? More likely. I mean, that's what it seems like. So that, I mean, that's the point that I was trying to make is, is that, you can sign talented classes, but if the development's not there, it doesn't mean shit. Nebraska has signed four top 20 classes, and half those players have transferred out, and another 25% have never developed. And you can't win games with that kind of numbers. So, uh, now, It was very interesting with the, the secondary for the Buckeyes this year. Look how many people left yeah. in the offseason. Once, once they named Jim Knowles, like four, five, six cornerbacks uh, and safeties are all gone. They all see you later. Well, and I, I think that's certain college football too is that transfer portals where players can just go wherever they want to now. No, but it also isn't also a, a like a a boon for the team that needs it. Like, won't players want to come play for Ohio State through the portal? Not all. I mean, if they're good enough to start, but you're getting these kids transferring out because they're not good enough to start. So they're like, see ya. But then that hurts if these players get injured and you you don't have the backups like you did before. A.K. Louis Point. So what you have coming out is not as much of what you have going out. Correct. Is what you're saying. So. All right, guys. We got about we got about 24 minutes to go. I I want to get to some NFL stuff, but first first I gotta play this audio real quick. Now I I tried to upload this up to the studio, it did not work. Uh, so I'm gonna try to play it as loud as I can here, um, because I could not get load for some reason uh, up to the uh, up to the uh, studio. So here we go. Yeah, right. And 
Well, you guys have had conversations about that. You, you were, oh, yeah, but I think you, you were adamant. Adamant. Yeah, you were adamant that gay is bad. I'm a Mormon. I'm a conservative Republican. And we don't do gay. Don't yeah. Do gay. We don't do gay. Yeah. I don't know what the heck you do. We have gay bar. Um, well, he's accused of going on a mass shooting at a gay bar and killing five people. Oh, no, okay, close. Well, I said, shit, so if he's accused of doing that, I don't describe my gay. You know, I say, say that, my body's my gay. I praise him for violent behavior really early. I still say it works. It's an instant, and you get immediate results. Oh. I don't know how clear that came out. I apologize. It sucked. It sucked big time. Balls. Fuck. Fuck. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Uh, was this? Uh, what was about- this? All I heard was something about somebody being gay or well, not. No, no, no. I, I know what he's playing. It's the it's the Colorado shooting. It's the it's, it's the father. I think someone was interviewing the father. It's the, it's the father of the Colorado. It's the father of the Colorado shooter. Okay, and and basically. He's talking about, oh, my God, my son was at a gay bar. I can't believe he, he's not gay. Why is he at a gay bar? And then then he realized that he was there to shoot up the place. He goes, okay, he's not gay. And it's like, all right. Now, first of all, this, the, the father was on the show Intervention about 13 years ago uh, for a meth addiction. And he looks like he had a meth addiction. He looks real fucked up. Second of all, He's he's now a porn star, so um, coming from the best place. But I I, just, I don't know how you can be like, oh fuck, man, my okay, my yeah, my kid shot up an entire club, but at least he's not gay. I mean, thank God for that. Like I just like this dude's fucking reaction is crazy to me, man. It's just fucking insane to me. And then the fact that he throws out that he's a Mormon and a conservative Republican makes it all the funnier. <laughs> did, did, but didn't it come out that the shooter said uh, he was non-binary and that's why he was at the club? That's what he said. No, but see, here's what it can't. Here's what the real story is with that. And I will say this: well, he, that was, the I guess, they, the, put, his lawyer came out and said that. He was non-binary. He's trying to to avoid it looking as a hate crime. Because they combed, and I thought about that too. I'm like, well, maybe he's like a self-hating gay guy. Like he's so deep in the closet and he hates himself for being gay or non-binary. So he decided to take his anger out. But there's, there's more evidence to support. This guy has not posted anything about, not being non-binary, he's not posted anything about LGBTQ, not posted anything like supporting gay rights, but really posting a lot of videos on his on his Instagram and Facebook talking about how he hates gay people. And I think the lawyer came out and said he's non-binary because he's trying to make make him not get charged with a hate crime, which would basically double his penalty. I mean, technically, you should get the fucking death penalty. He's Sorry. Not, I mean, he should. He probably he should. should. He fucking so, killed people. Does that, does, that state, does the state allow, does the state of Colorado allow the death penalty or not? Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, I think we should just put him in front of the firing squad. <laughs> nope. Uh, Colorado became the 22nd state to abolish 
the death penalty. Bastards. <laughs> and and here's you know, there's a couple things that you know, like Mike. Oh, that's why they couldn't get the guy that that shot up uh, the the movie theater either in Colorado, right? Uh, the Joker guy. Correct. Yeah. Yep. I mean, first of all, I mean, I'm collecting myself here for a second. So first, you know, him mentioning the dad mentioning that he's a Republican, all this other bullshit or whatever, like. Honestly, what what that basically comes down to is it doesn't matter if you are Republican, Democrat, or um, you don't identify as any, um, you know, either Republican or so. Uh, there are batshit crazy people out there. Period. Uh, you know, there are just plain stupid fucking people. Period. Uh, you know, in terms of the death penalty and stuff like that. Colorado right now is one of those states that doesn't allow it. Okay, well, then, then, I mean, unfortunately, when stupid shit like this happens, you know, I hope the person that did it receives the full extent of whatever they can receive. But also, like, you can't have anybody bitching that, um, you know, oh, we're pretty soft. It's like, well, then you got to. You got to reach out to your politicians to change the. the I mean, Colorado's had some high-profile like mass shootings in the last like ten, fifteen years, you know, twenty years. Well, yeah, because I mean, you Columbine, think about it. The, the the movie theater, right? Well, why not? Because I mean, hell, you don't, you know, you're not going to die. I'm sorry, go ahead, Joe. Sorry, I didn't hear that. Yeah, that's because it's all the weed that they allow to smoke in Colorado. The only thing I think the weed could possibly is is if they have a weight problem because, you know, you get the munchies and then um, – but, like, the weed I mean, is definitely not the problem. problem. Like, the problem is that, I mean, when there's no true consequence for your – you know, I mean – Hey, you did this, and then we're gonna stick you in a jail. Which, yes, jail sucks, but you're probably gonna live a better life than every fucking homeless person that's living on the streets, um, and even some people that actually live in their own houses. <laughs> you're gonna have yeah, food, you got three square warm, meals a day. Uh, three meals a day. You're gonna get a, a workout facility. I mean, shit. Where you get exactly? To fulfill your gay tendencies, if you want to. Do what? I said you can fulfill your gay tendencies if you want to. Joe signing up right now for that. <laughs> well, what your brother does is completely on him, Josh. But I don't know about. I know I'm not signing. Where did deflect? You sound like no every problem. politician right now. Deflecting. No I'm not flexing. I'm just back. Oh. Just sucking that belly. It doesn't sound like you're running for the primaries right now, Joe. No, yeah. Not going to lie. <laughs> Smoke weed, but I did not inhale. Oh, fuck that. Like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would love to run. I, I know I would never get voted um, in as a politician just because I'd be too fucking honest. But at the same time, like, I think marijuana should be legalized. 
Because if nothing yeah, else, yeah, I'm voting for you, bro. <laughs> if nothing else, the revenue from that is going to help states out immensely. Why not, you know, actually make it legal and then just put rules on it like you do alcohol? You got to be a certain age. You can't be um, driving under the influence. Like I don't care if it impairs I've or been, not. Yeah, I've been saying, uh, bro. I've been saying that for the longest time. You know, There's no reason why so, you can't monetize it the way you do with alcohol and tobacco. Right. I mean, it makes no sense. I mean, why not? I mean, it doesn't it doesn't kill you. Now, I could understand, you know, like, well, if you if you legalize that, then what about meth? Well, you can overdose on meth. I have yet to read, and maybe I'm wrong, uh, but I have yet to read an article where they said uh, such and such overdosed on marijuana, smoking too much weed or eating too many brownies. No, there, there are three symptoms it, of OD. It, it's on, big on tobacco. Cannabis. You're happy, you're hungry, or you're sleepy. That's it. Those are the three right. symptoms. The reason why marijuana hasn't been legalized is because of big tobacco companies. Right. They, they absolutely for years and years. They can't, exactly. they, can't, they can't bank out on it like they are on, on tobacco. Well, but they Correct. could. If it was legal, you could. I mean let's face it. Tobacco, the only reason it became as popular is because – People found a way to grow it in mass quantities and then, you know, give it to people. Well, if you grow it, you know, and you make it legal where people can, uh, you know, it, and it doesn't even have to be like, um, oh, you can't grow any back. I mean, I mean, fuck, I could, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but couldn't you buy like a, a tobacco plant and grow it yourself? Like. No, no. The thing is, the thing is with cannabis. The thing is with cannabis is Joe that that it's it, since it's been black market for so long. Even when you throw in billions of dollars, you're still gonna have pushback just for some strange hippie motherfucking no. reason. Agreed, and it needs to change because I mean, like, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and uh, you know, I I probably would never even when it, if it's legal, I would probably never smoke. But so, like, if somebody wants to do it, why not? Like, I want to drink a beer. I can drink a beer. You should be able to – I mean, fuck it. Like, but you do it – do it legally, you know. Allow people to do it legally. Allow people to, you know, you still can't drive under the influence. You still have to be a certain age to do it. You know, make it – make there some reasonable rules. Um, you know, shit like that. It, it amazes me. No, I'm with you on that, man. I absolutely agree. There, there has to be some sort of process built, you know, uh, for that. By the way, Nagy touchdown. Whoever texted that in the group, cheers to that. <laughs> Tells me Louie needs Nagy. I, I don't need, need Nagy to score anymore. I need 22 points from Nagy. And how many? How many points do you have right now? I he's got like 10 or 11. Are you up against Josh? No, I'm up against I'm up against Greenleaf. Uh, I, I, I had a bad week this week in fantasy, uh, but still You're got down by eleven right now. Yo, Josh Jacobs dropped forty five points for me, man. He had sixty eight in our league. I mean, yeah, this, it's not uh, PPR or the standard, right? But uh, but we also get bonuses for yeah. long runs. And yeah, we we get those bonuses too, but all those receptions don't count. The yardage from the receptions do count, though. Yeah, but that would only be six points. Yeah, so. it's like 70. No, he had 74 yards, so it'd be 7.4 points. And then I think it his rushing total, he had two rushing touchdowns, right? So 
and whatever yards. He had like 300 total yards. Is what he had. Yeah, 300 total yards, and it came out to 45.8 in in standard. Hey, hey Mike, I'm reading your notes here. What Disney movie uh, like failed? Oh, Strange World. Strange World is about to lose a hundred million dollars, and its main character was gay. But I don't, I, I don't think it's because the main character is gay. I think it was just. I, I really. No, I mean, I, 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 I don't think it's because the main character is gay at all. I think it's just Disney usually promotes these movies really, really well. I, uh, lack of promotion. Yeah, I don't feel like uh, Disney, Disney can handle account. that hit all day, every day. Old money. They've been losing millions of dollars on other shit. This really shouldn't even be news. It's news because now it's centered around a gender of, of a well, character. And, that, and that's the thing is, like, well, that's Josh what said. they're saying is, uh, that's what they're saying is, oh, Disney's not going to have any gay characters because they're going to blame it because the main character's gay. Not why it lost money. And that's no, it's true. not the reason why it lost money. It's just. Maybe it's not good, and but can I, what, who, can I what are you going to go? Down. What are you going to go see on Thanksgiving weekend? Are you going to go see Strange World? Or are you going to go see Black Panther? Come on, yeah, probably can, Black Panther. But can I ask you guys a exactly? Question? Let me ask you a quick. Let me ask you a question though, and, and that's you guys. You guys are forty years old. That's different than the people that are taking small children to the movie Thanksgiving weekend. They might not be taking their kids to see Black Panther, which is PG thirteen. But second of all. Fuck, I would. Lightyear also disappointed at the box office. Yeah, because he was gay, right? He identified. No. Yeah, there was a gay character. That was one of the characters. I think one of the reasons, I mean, Lightyear was, I think the reason Lightyear didn't do as well as it did is because for the entire Toy Story series, Tim Tim Allen, right? Tim Allen voiced Buzz Lightyear. And then all of a sudden you come up with his standalone movie and they're like, and we're going to switch the voice to someone else. And they're like, what? No, it, I don't think it's that. I just think Disney has done a piss poor job at advertising their animated movies. People are confused on if they're going to be on Disney plus or if they're going to be out in the theaters. I think that has a lot to do with it too. Oh, I mean, so when you have a platform, I mean, I mean, hell, I mean, I didn't even know Strange World was out yet. Exactly. Lack, it is a lack of advertisement by Disney for this movie. They put all their eggs in the basket for, for Black Panther right now. That's why it, it's had another record-breaking week. So yeah, They're pushing the Marvel you, piece of their Disney you know, uh, <laughs> well, franchise. Right? They know the that's their money maker right now. I mean – but for, for them to come out or for anybody to come out and go, well, the reason this movie failed is because the main character is gay. No. No, I think that's, I think that's blasphemy why they're saying that. Yeah, that's, that's right. Right. I, think, I, I think that's that, not the reason just, why. It, it shouldn't even be news. It, this shouldn't even be, in my opinion, they lost money on a bad movie that they didn't market. That's it. Right. Exactly. 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 Like, it's just I people. I, I personally think it's gay. And nobody wants to just <laughs> canceled. Canceled. Can I just point this out? The movie Bros, the movie Bros, which got great reviews, was a comedy film 
Billy Eichner starring. It had the dude that I think it was a Judd Apatow vehicle that he he didn't direct it, but he produced it. And it was a, uh, a, a movie about two homosexual men. Bombed. It bombed in the box office. It completely bombed. It got. It made like six million dollars in the box office. Well, what Did about Brokeback Mountain, man? Did you see I the movie? I was going to say, Lou, your favorite yeah, movie that you went on a date with Joe was. I don't think that. Hold on, hold on. Did a lot Lou, in the box office. Though. The movie broke. I don't think. I think that was more like you, critical <laughs> and like got like a fucking like uh, notoriety around it. But did you see the but movie? Here's the other thing. Nobody wants to take their kids. I don't think any any parent wants to take their kids and have them see fucking. I, I, I I'm not saying this is right or wrong. I'm just saying I don't think most parents in America want to expose their kids in an animated movie to homosexual footage, okay? So, so you're saying the people that walked into that movie either have two mommies or two daddies? No, I'm not saying that. But I'm, I'm saying calling bullshit that on that one. Two moms and two no, dads, I'm calling they bullshit. They don't necessarily want to expose their kids to that. They I don't mean, want. They don't want to take their six-year-old kid to that and be like, and their six-year-old asking, "Well, why is the main character kissing a boy?" Like it should sexuality shouldn't be in a Disney movie. It just well, what so Disney's been known for that forever. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's that? Disney is the biggest sexual fantasy so, company ever, dude. So, so if sexuality should not be in movies or Disney movies, then uh, the Little Mermaid should not have a crush on the the prince, and she shouldn't be wearing a seashell bra. Um, Mulan shouldn't be getting married um, or being forced to be married. Uh, let's see, Snow White shouldn't be passed out with some dude making out with her while she's passed out in the middle of the woods from eating an apple. Um, let's see, Zootopia shouldn't have uh, the rabbit and the fox go into a nudist colony. Um, every fucking movie has some kind of, you can't get rid of sexuality. But to say, I'm not oh, we're not going to sexuality. But do you have to do? Do you have to sit there and say, well, Billy likes boys or Billy likes girls? Like, do you have to parade that around? That's well, my but, question because I think but, a lot of parents don't want to expose their kids. I'm I'm not saying this is my opinion. I am talking oh, no. about no, no. I absolutely I absolutely agree but with but you, you know, know, on that sense. Like, no one wants to have that conversation at age here. six, right? So let's be real. In the movie uh, Strange World or whatever the fuck it's called, um, I mean, are they full out like – I mean, full – like what the fuck actually are they doing? Because if it's one I don't know, I one little dude walking up to another little dude and going, oh, congratulations, uh, you're telling me that's too much for kids? Fucking grow back. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. I don't know what – I don't know what is – You better not put it up on Plex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it, what's in it. Like and that's my thing. Is Louis, I, download I it on Plex and we'll all, we'll have movie night and watch it. Okay. Like I I've not. And then delete it right after. I, I don't know what the gayness, how gay it is. But well, here's the that's thing. My, that's here, my here, point. Let I me mean, just say this. It's a Disney movie. I mean, Disney movie. I mean. I mean, hell, nobody was protesting the Little Mermaid when they had fucking dongs on the uh, on the castles. 
or the fact that the priest busted a chub. I just go ahead. I, I don't know, but I think the the outcry is that to stop making everything sexual, stop talking about you know stop having characters that maybe identify as non-binary or gay. And I'm not saying this is my this is not my opinion and this is not my thoughts, but this is the this is the blowback that is coming. Because what the people out there are saying, and especially what Ron DeSantis has been saying too in Florida, is that the left is cultivating thoughts. They're trying to groom kids into these these sexual behaviors, the gayness, yep. and and uh, these other different things. This is this is a talking point that the conservative right has been bringing up. This is a talking point. And this is and now they can point to. Oh, Najee Harris again. just got injured. Are you kidding me? Sorry, I, I want I want to throw that out there. He he just went off the field limping. He I must got a chub is. about you guys talking about chubs well, on Disney they, movies. And Mike, I will say, like, <laughs> Mike. First of all, and and I'll say, like, this is my opinion, like. You know, I've said before, like, first of all, let people live their lives. As long as you're not hurting other people or children, like, live your life. I don't give a shit. I mean, if Josh comes out tomorrow and tells all of us that he's marrying a fucking goat, like, then let the dude marry a fucking goat, okay? Um, It might be on his bucket list. I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, let let things happen. But like you said, I do agree that lately – they have been jamming, like, I mean, it went from, you know, you know, non-binary, uh, gay, homosexual, you know, all these things were, you know, hey, uh, one out of, and I don't, I'm making up a number, I don't know, but like one out of twenty people uh, are are gay or non-binary or whatever, but magically every movie, every scene is now. Ta-da! They're ev- you know we're everywhere, and it's like well that's that's not I mean we we talk about you know movies being realistic and oh you can't have characters playing like you can't have a white guy playing a black guy or you can't have a black guy playing an Asian guy or um, you can't but we can we can overstimulate and say that you know look like literally you walk in a room and there's a hundred people there's there's fifty people that are gay and fifty people that are straight no. Like, again, that's there's nothing wrong with who you love. It, it, that's fine. But, like, to make it sound like it's, like, it, you know, everywhere you go, you, you know, everyone you meet, wanna, you know, it's like, no, that's not. Well, and this, and this is the reason why Disney just hired Bob Eager back to be the CEO because of Disney's failures the past couple of years when he quit and left. So I think the company will start going back to its original values, and you're not going to hear too much more about their and, and I will say I don't necessarily think it should go back to the original values because, I mean, let's be honest, um, Disney has definitely had some some questionable things um, in the past. But they definitely need to go – Well, now I'm talking about like overall. Like you, you don't have – when they talk creative – all their movies go to one person. 
now. Before it was, it went to each studio to to collaborate ideas and and bounce stuff off. No, it's going to one person, and that person is dictating. This is what we need to have in this movie. This is what needs to be cut. This is what needs. That's been the problem, right there. That's the culture Disney has has set itself in the past couple of years, and that's why they they got Bob Eager back to go back to what they did before, and made good movies. And, and I hope they good do, ideas out. You know, Collaborate. I, I do hope they come out with some good movies. You know, I will say, um, and I know, I know we're getting close on time, or if we're over, but uh, we're, we're over right now. Well, but but I, right. I will say, like, ultimately, like, if you don't go see a movie because one character has, you know, a, a different sexuality is a different color, different religion, like, shame on you. Like, like, you know, I'm not saying you need to, like, I'm not saying jam stuff down your kids' throats and stuff like that, but go see the movie first before you start, oh, my God, you know what I mean? Like, uh, go see the movie, like, for yourself, decide before, you know, obviously, because, I mean, as a parent, you should be doing that anyway. You should check stuff out before you let your kids have access to it. Um but, well, I mean, you know, see, Joe, we're we're in twenty twenty two, but in my house it's nineteen ninety one. Holy. <laughs> so. Well, and, and you go back to the the last Disney movie that caused that was that. Before we end the show, we're going to open the magical mystery crate. When that music plays, we have to open the mystery box. And the question from the mystery box this week is, worst WWE gimmick of all time? I, um, the I fireman. Go band. Terry. No, that's a, that's a move, not a, not a gimmick. It's like oh, a character. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm going to go Santino, man. Who? Santino. Santino Morello? Repo Man. Repo Man was... Yeah, man. Repo Man was the worst, dude. I actually like the Repo Man. No, no. I mean, the the best (laughs) jobber in the business was the worst is the Brooklyn Brawler. Come on. Oh, the Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah. Oh. The worst one I will say, and and I had to look up the name of it because I was like, I I can't remember this guy, but uh, the gobbly gooker, gooker, gross, <laughs> dude. And I get that, but at the same time, the costume was fucking terrible. Oh, oh I know. Only the only one worse than that was the shockmaster. <laughs> Oh, the shock, yeah, the shock master. master. <laughs> the fucking shock master. That was pretty great. He's a shocker. All right, guys. That's all the time we got. Thank you for being here on a Monday. We will be back at it on Friday again uh, with hopefully some uh, more interesting conversations here. So take care, everybody, and uh, we will be back at it on Friday. Thanks, everyone. We cover all bases, face it, you can't erase us, back and forth, watch where it takes us. Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it, always our response is amazing. All-